0: Abortion politics in Kansas and Missouri, complicated and now front and center. I'm Dave Helling with the Star's editorial board. Welcome. You're on Deep Background. And welcome once again to Deep Background, the STARS uh, podcast involving politics and the news of the day. I'm Dave Helling with the STARS editorial board. And joining us today is uh, Judy Thomas, uh, one of the great reporters here at the newspaper, and um, someone who has followed abortion politics for many, many years in Kansas, but Missouri as well. And we want to talk to her about her recent story, which suggests that abortion may soon be easier in Kansas uh, than Missouri, which I think would have struck many people as almost impossible, Judy, five years ago. Kansas was seen, seen sort of as the epicenter, if you will, on the effort to restrict abortion rights when Sam Brownback uh, was governor Tell us a little bit about how we got to this place <laughs> well
1: that's a good, that's a good question uh, what what happened last week when Missouri passed uh, one of the most restrictive bills in the country and there are a lot of them happening now across the country in other states too but the ban after eight weeks uh, of pregnant or a, yeah into a pregnancy um, I started looking at that and then I realized what had happened with Kansas just a, a few weeks ago where the state Supreme Court basically ruled that the state constitution protects a woman's right to an abortion. Um, and basically Kansas has had gone it, in that one fell swoop went from being one of the more restrictive states in the country over, because of bills they passed in the last 20 years uh, to now it could end up being, they find themselves in a weird position. They may be, may be one of the most liberal in the country when it comes to abortion restrictions. Yeah. It
0: seems like the Kansas decision Uh, by abortion rights supporters to pursue a state court remedy rather than a federal court remedy is pretty unique. I'm Mm -hmm. not aware of any other state in which abortion restrictions were challenged at the state level that then led to this idea of you can Mm -hmm. embed a fundamental right to abortion Mm -hmm. in your state constitution. Do you have any sense of that at all? This was kind of a... I, I think a lot of people were surprised that this was even happening.
1: It's an interesting tactic, and uh, um, it, what's happening is some of the states now are the uh, abortion rights people are going on the offensive now, and that's what happened here in Kansas. Um, but they also point out that um, that they aren't the ones who ch- – let's see, the, what happened was in 2015 there was the so-called dismemberment ban, a ban on uh, dilation and evacuation abortions that are done in the second trimester and then uh, they passed that ban and then the doctors in overland park challenged that ban yes and then the judge upheld or upheld a woman's right uh, found that there was that right protected in the constitution so then the uh anti-abortion side challenged that and that's how this all ended up in the state supreme court right so so anyway i did notice the other day that there are several other states i think about nine now That are that have done the same thing, or or, or are doing that. They are passing uh, restrictions that are not restrictions. They are passing laws that say it is guaranteed in the Constitution. But most states, as you've seen in the last few weeks, are doing just the opposite. There's all kinds of bills now across the country to restrict abortion.
0: One of the things I found most interesting in the Kansas Supreme Court decision was, I think this is right. I, I could be corrected, but. You don't really see the words Roe v. Wade at all. That, they, that the justices—and by the way, it was a six-to-one vote, right? Right. Which is pretty, you know, authoritative. Uh, the justices said the Kansas Constitution, which guarantees life, liberty, and a pursuit of happiness, in that phrase lies this right to abortion. Um, Kansas has had a long history, Judy, mm-hmm. with uh, fighting over abortion rights, exactly. really going back you know to the summer of mercy and Mm -hmm. maybe even before that talk to us a little bit about how unique this decision Mm -hmm. is in the context of what's happened in the state over these many years
1: yes kansas has been uh, basically a battleground for abortion for decades Um, starting with actually back when in 1973 when roe versus wade was passed um, dr george tiller who is the the Abortion doctor in Kansas that brought national attention to the state because he did perform late-term abortions. He was murdered in 2009. But in '73, after it passed, <clears throat> um, Dr. Tiller found out his, his father had been his father was killed in a plane crash, and then uh, Dr. Tiller took over his dad's practice and he found out that his dad had been doing illegal abortions uh, actually before Roe v. Wade, and then after Roe v. Wade, when it became uh, legal. George Tiller started performing abortions. So then over the years, he um, started performing them, performing them later in a pregnancy for fetal abnormalities. And then Kansas became, as you know, the, the, the anti-abortion side called it the abortion capital of the country. We had protests in the 90s. Operation Rescue came, made national headlines when they had 46 days of protests resulting in thousands of arrests. So there's always there's there's been that whole issue and then a woman came to from Oregon and shot Dr. Tiller in 93 uh, And then Dr. Killer was still like I said killed in 2009. So there but at the time um, at that time there were um, pretty liberal abortion laws in Kansas then in 1997 um, they started getting laws passed through the legislature. And then when Sam Brownbeck was governor, I think he said he signed more than 20 anti-abortion bills. So I was talking to Mary Kay Culp last week, who's um, head of Kansans for Life. And she said from 97 until now, um, the state legislature had passed 30 anti-abortion laws with 40 measures in those laws. So 40 different restrictions on right. abortion. And what's all
0: this is so interesting about that? In Kansas and to some degree in Missouri as well, Judy is. There is this sense that every legislative session, there's another debate about another Mm -hmm. uh, abortion restriction, sort of incrementally chipping away at this right right or that. But parental notification Mm -hmm. may be the issue, or waiting periods, Mm -hmm. or requiring doctors to show, you know, sonograms. It, It varies state by state, but each year it seems like. Uh uh and chipping away. Uh, you're right shipping away at the at Roe v. Wade. And of course, we all remember Missouri Webster versus Reproductive Health Services, yes, which right. was a which was a, a classic, important mm-hmm. case in in federal jurisprudence around abortion. Mm-hmm. So K- Kansas and Missouri have engaged in that for a long time. Right. But the, right. but the latest step from Missouri, which is the other part of this equation, isn't really chipping away. <laughs> no, it? it's, it's basically not. saying you it's, can't do. It's this like anymore.
1: blowing it all up right, at right. once. No it, rape or yes. incest exception. No, any of that. Stuff. No, very few exceptions. Uh, actually, they said I guess in medically. Emergencies is the only one. Right. No rape, incest, sex trafficking, um, anything like that. So uh, and yeah, that's the other thing that uh, that Kansas for Life has to be just totally frustrated about. Because as Mary Kay Culp said, we've been doing it, uh, you know, doing it the right way, as she put it. We we've been doing a little bit at a time because we we would pass things that we knew could pass constitute, you know, get be be declared legal. Um, and then she said and then they watch what they happens vote. in Missouri and then it's like wow and right. now all of a sudden overnight we've become the the state that well yeah, did, but when you,
0: would, uh, anyone who's covered this issue in Kansas knows Mary Kate Colt fairly well she's mm-hmm. been a part of this debate for many years
1: mm-hmm. D-
0: did they ever anticipate that the roadblock uh, roadblock would be the Kansas court I mean the idea was you would pass legislation yeah. that would pass yeah. Federal muster, right? And then some boom out of Mm -hmm. nowhere. Here comes Mm -hmm. the state court, which not only throws out the restriction, but says there's a fundamental right right to abortion, which Mm -hmm. can be limited, but only with the in the most Mm -hmm. carefully narrowly defined exceptions.
1: Which makes it a whole lot harder to change too, because now instead of just having to pass a new law uh, through the legislature, they have to pass uh, amend the constitution, right? Which requires well, right?
0: Or have fights every year in the court about what, yes. what they passed. Yeah. And I think Mary Kay Culp in your story suggested mm-hmm. they're a little frustrated with that part of it. Talk yes. about that a little
1: bit. Yeah, exactly. Well, they they said what's probably going to happen is they will have to, well, they're going to have to come up with a constitutional amendment, and there's not total agreement on exactly what that should be, how it should look. She said that they're, they're probably going to end up with something that says, the state doesn't have you know allow the right to an abortion in the constitution it won't just come out and say ban all abortions uh, right. like that so but there's also you know right now the, if they try to pass laws that they're gonna they are going to end up in court and right. you've got a governor who's, who basically will veto you know the laws Well, right and
0: if you put something if you try to put a constitutional amendment on the kansas ballot it takes a two-thirds vote G- yes. of both houses mm-hmm. and that which,
1: didn't even uh, happen with the report yeah uh, recently they they came short, one vote short of, of overriding the governor right. on one of
0: the restrictions. So mm-hmm. so putting something on the ballot, and then it would take, of course, a vote of the people, right. a 50% vote. Right. I mean, that's a pretty high bar. It is. And mm-hmm. in, a, in 2020, which will be a presidential election year in which mm-hmm. we expect turnout to be high, and with the obvious changing politics, particularly in Johnson County, Kansas, and the 3rd right. District, It isn't a slam dunk that a constitutional amendment would ever be enacted in Kansas?
1: No, it's not. There, there's just so many um, unknowns at this point because, like we, I said, we have a Democratic governor, and they also uh, the anti-abortion side tried to change the way, you know, have the the way that the judges are are chosen too. So this wouldn't happen because they they did know once this was going going to the state supreme court. They pretty much thought that that this was what was going to happen. They just didn't realize that that was the way they, they were probably predicting federal instead of state right, court. Right. But yeah, there's there's just so many unknowns right now, and there are people uh, now who who think they're looking at the Missouri law, and thinking maybe that did go too far. You know, there are some um, pro-life people who want you want to have exceptions too. I
0: want to come back to Missouri for a little bit, but let's stay in Kansas. I I got the sense too that there was some surprise, uh, Judy, that uh, you know the court could have ruled very the Supreme Court could have ruled very narrowly on this statute that Mm -hmm. was at. Yeah, uh, the question was about, um, uh, and just said no. This restriction is, but they went and it took them two years to get to this it point, did, yes, where they really said no, 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 no. This this is a fundamental right mm-hmm. in Kansas. Was that a surprise to Mary Kay Culp and the other people on the sort of pro life side?
1: I I don't know. I think they I don't think they predicted a six one, right. uh, uh, vote in there. Now that they, they will, they were telling you know they were pointing out that four of the seven justices were appointed by Kathleen Sebelius, um, who was a, a supported abortion right. rights. And so they, I don't think they were surprised at that, but maybe at the the, the sweeping, like you said, the yeah. sweeping statement that they made. Yeah, yeah. it was
0: interesting. Yeah. Okay, now let's go over to Missouri. I've heard a lot of people suggest that one of the reasons for the very aggressive Missouri law and that in Georgia and Alabama and mm-hmm. other places is precisely to provoke a roe v Wade exactly. roe v Wade uh, uh, question before mm-hmm. the u s Supreme Court mm-hmm. on sort of just very black and white you know is mm-hmm. this should be was Roe v. Wade correct or incorrect? Do you think that's what was behind this to a degree? Well,
1: some of them have actually acknowledged that. in In some of the states that have passed this law, these these laws, uh, they they do. They know that it's un, they know it's unconstitutional and not un, enforceable at the moment. But that's what they want. They they want a quick path to get to the Supreme Court. But some of the experts I've talked to said that's not likely to happen that way, that the Supreme Court is likely to do maybe pieces at a time. And as it does well. have
0: some cases pending now, right. some abortion that it cases could use. Yeah. that it might use. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is some concern from some quarters that recent unrelated decisions have given a hint to the idea that indeed the court might overturn Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. Do we Are we aware of any federal challenge to the just pass? I guess it hasn't even been signed by the governor yet, so you can't go into court. In Missouri. Yes, in Missouri. Yes, in Missouri. But, <laughs> no, but, but they're working ready. on it. Yeah. Yeah. You're right, yeah. they'll be ready to you go. You can fairly guarantee that. Yeah, yeah, there
1: will be. There's a whole bunch of other states. I was just looking this morning. It's it's hard to keep up with all of these because there's supposed to be there's something like 30 states now that are passing restrictions, and then on the, the fetal heartbeat bill, which, although Missouri's wasn't called that it's similar to these other states that are banning it at right. six weeks to eight weeks a lot of those are a couple of them I think I looked Iowa has been struck down they had a heartbeat bill Kentucky a judge has blocked it and then you've got Mississippi Ohio Georgia and Louisiana is about to the Democratic governor it, who said he will sign that bill right. um, so there's a lot of stuff going on there those all could be potential vehicles to, right. to challenge and, and
0: one expects that eventually the U.S. Supreme Court will have to clarify, one way or another, whether Roe v. Wade mm-hmm. remains settled law. Uh, mm-hmm. Although, again, <laughs> to dr- jump back across the state line, the Kansas Supreme Court decision makes Roe v. Wade somewhat irrelevant in this state, right? Yeah. Because yes, if does. the court says, in essence, no, the states— <clears throat>
1: They've already, yeah, got well, I it in I was explaining
0: to somebody the other day, you know, it isn't that the courts are saying—in or in, in Roe v. Wade, it isn't that the courts said abortion— is legal it said that states can't restrict it and mm-hmm. if you overturned it mm-hmm. you in essence would return the judgment to each state exactly and some yeah. states would do be very mm-hmm. restrictive others would not yeah. kansas is now in a place so that's why
1: yeah <laughs> that's why the anti-abortion side is so frustrated so, so do you yeah. know
0: i mean i don't know the answer to this question and I, you know, i'm not going to hold you to anything too but mm-hmm. why won't the uh, abortion rights supporters in Missouri used the Kansas approach and challenged this law in state court. Well, I, I can't figure that out yet.
1: Well, and maybe they're maybe they will now. I don't know if they'll see this as a model or or not, but uh, even last summer when after Kavanaugh was appointed to the Supreme Court, people were talking about the abortion rights side was saying we've got to be more proactive and do this. And you are mentioning how what's happened in Kansas is, is so kind of backwards of what's right. happening in other states. Uh, but there are a lot of states now that I think I saw, is it, oh, I can't remember, there dozens of them that are, are have a trigger law or a trigger thing. Yes, in, and they're in Missouri did yeah. that too last week. So the trigger says that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it, and goes back to the states it imme- those states will immediately ban abortion. Right, so right. but what Kansas has now in effect is kind of an opposite of the trick. They have a, They say that if it's overturned, we're already you know, guaranteeing a woman's right
0: right. And, and my you know what I, I wrote our editorial about that, the Kansas decision, which I think was a little misinterpreted because it said that abortions can still be restricted in the state of Kansas, but you, you have to meet this strict, strict scrutiny, scrutiny yeah, standard, which is very high, but not unreachable. I mean, mm-hmm. you can find some, you know, people worried about, you know, nine month abortions and that kind of thing, you can see where that would fit, but it it, it means that restrictions that are uh, more malleable, if you will, Mm -hmm. are probably unconstitutional in the state. But it just seems so obvious to me particularly because of all the attention being paid to Kansas and how this was done, that at least some abortion rights supporters might be thinking, you know, yeah. why don't we challenge yeah. this in state court? Mm-hmm. And if we could get the state Supreme Court to do what Kansas mm-hmm. has done, in essence, Roe v. Wade would be uh, unimportant here right. as well, that you would have a fundamental right uh, to an abortion in Missouri um, and yet, you don't. I don't hear much discussion of that, mm-hmm. uh, which again, to me, suggests that the Kansas decision was really a surprise to no, people. No, I think it was. Yeah, and it's a tactic too. Right,
1: right, exactly. One, one quick thing. I was just uh, last week, uh, the Senate President Susan Wagel uh, put out a message on fa- her Facebook post, and it kind of shows you um, what what their thoughts were about this. But she mentioned the the six-one majority of the Supreme Court ruling. And then she says, um, this ruling erases all regulatory statutes on abortion. This places Kansas abortion laws among some of the most radical in the nation. And she's meaning by radical, she means yeah, right, the most right. liberal. And, and
0: yeah. um, so and let's wrap up our conversation on that point, if we could, Judy. And that is you, again, covered this for many years, as have I. Um, And it remains almost every year a political issue, doesn't it? I mean, we think this question is never settled, has Mm -hmm. not been settled Mm -hmm. by courts or legislatures Mm -hmm. or governors really since Roe v. Wade. No, it really hasn't. Um, And that will continue, won't it? I mean, for whatever reason, both sides in this argument. Find reason to keep the argument going. Right, is that fair to say? Oh,
1: absolutely. And I think next year is going to be just crazy because, yeah. like you said, it's a presidential year. And and yeah, i it, it's it's hard to imagine this this will ever end because if it does go back to the the states, you know,
0: then it's war every it's, year. It's
1: yeah, it it is unless yeah. you have a constitutional amendment or right. something. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, but but
0: it's, it, it's, abortion certainly played the key role in the debate over Judge Kavanaugh oh, yes. and, and all the Supreme Court justices. Mm-hmm. And really much of the support for Donald Trump at the presidential level in the two and a half years he's been in the White House has been based on judges, which is always sort of a code word for abortion. I mean, right. that's where people right. are really particularly uh, evangelical voters and conservative voters who for whom abortion is such an important issue. So that informs the politics in that regard. And yet, Last Sunday, we had a huge crowd uh, show up in Kansas City, fifteen
1: hundred to two thousand people people.
0: spontaneously, uh, you know, down at uh, down on the plaza to protest Mm -hmm. the Missouri bill. So you can see some energy on the pro-choice side and Mm -hmm. some political uh, organization and some Republicans a bit skittish Mm -hmm. about making it a primary issue in twenty twenty, but. It seems almost impossible to think that abortion won't be among the top two or three, oh, three things talked about I think in our next Front cycle. and
1: center. And I think we're going to see a lot more single-issue voters coming out next yeah.
0: year. Uh, on both sides. Yes. Yeah, so, on both yeah, sides. Exactly. And it does mm-hmm. seem as if—because let's just be frank— At the legislative level, the anti-abortion people, the anti-abortion rights people always seem more energetic and organized Mm -hmm. than the sort of pro-choice people or the pro-abortion rights people uh, for whatever reason. And yet these laws, coupled with the new court, seems to have really energized Lots of voters on the other side of abortion, uh, the the abortion issue, to say, look, these things really matter and we do need to vote.
1: And and I think a lot of that is because, uh, and I've been talking to people recently, they're saying that the generations, younger generation, never knew what it was like to not live under Roe v. Wade. And now that they're seeing that there really is a threat to that, it is starting to energize the abortion rights side, and people were complacent. I, they say for a while, but now, now they're well, not. And,
0: and that's, that's true on a political mm-hmm. level. It's also true, isn't it, Judy, on a practical level, to get an abortion in Missouri— Mm-hmm. You have to go to St. Louis. There's only mm-hmm. one place in the entire state right. that will perform the, the surgical, yeah, surgical yes.
1: abortions. And
0: yeah. uh, you know, we have one in the on the Kansas side through Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. and I think there are a couple there's of three, other.
1: three. There are three in Kansas, right. Wichita, and then two in the the Kansas City area. But, but it's I mean, on the well Overland Park,
0: right? On the Kansas right. side. Right. So that some two Missourians might go over, but right. But but just as a practical matter you you're right younger voters have have so uh, watched this right slowly sort of erode right. and now they really realize that they may be yeah. at a precipice one way or right. another and and that's why the energy yeah. is there and certainly we don't expect any diminution in the energy of cantons for life or any of the other groups oh, no. which is, we we saw after the after the decision, and after, of course, the vote in Missouri. So right. we we will discuss this again. That's a long way <laughs> of sure saying that the podcast will take this up again. Judy Thomas with the Star, thank you so much for talking to us about this complicated issue. It's a fascinating time to be covering abortion debates in both legislatures, and
1: absolutely. So
0: you've done a great job. Thanks for that, Judy Thomas with the Star. Thanks again for being on the podcast. I'm Dave Helling with the Star's editorial board. You've been on deep background.
2: there. It's Leah. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you like what you hear, help us support this podcast and the journalism that reporters at the Kansas City Star do every day by subscribing. There's an easy way for you to do it. Head to KansasCity.com background. You'll even get a special discount just for being a Deep Background listener. Subscribing at that URL will get you three months of unlimited digital access for $1.99 total. You get access to KansasCity.com, the e-edition of the newspaper, mobile apps, and more for three whole months, and it only costs you $1.99. It's a pretty sweet deal. Plus, you'll be supporting journalism that makes a difference in Kansas City. So grab your computer or mobile device and go to KansasCity.com slash background. And hey, thanks for listening.